This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome everyone to another Wednesday night show here at Dedekhamet Torah Center, 2013 East 13th Street. Um, uh, what do you have? Le'avat. I would like to dedicate the shiur to a special um, big tzaddik. His name is Daniel Shalom Ben Yelanit. He's a very big tzaddik, and uh, as he's been calling and, and Baruch Hashem, he's been I mean, he's been doing very good work to Klal Yisrael. I want to give him a big hazaruch, and I'm dedicating this shiur Bezal Hashem special for him. Rabotai, listen carefully, please. You ready? We're going to start with we're going to start with the Berkat Kohanim. This week's parasha, you have. A lot of goods. You have, by the way, you know this week that's coming up the parasha. You know how many pesukim is there? Who knows? One hundred fifty-two. Wrong, almost, but that's actually close. Anybody want to take another guess? One sixty-seven. Wrong. Close. One seventy-six pesukim. This is the longest parasha of the year, and you know why? Should I tell you why? Because we just finished Shavuot. I want to show Hashem, Hashem, we love Torah so much. We want to hear more Pesukim of your Torah. I'm not joking, Alfred. I'm not even joking. It's a legit item. We want to hear every Pesuk. Not only that, the Gemara and Mesech and Megillah has a whole, has a whole debate. You know what the debate is? It's, it's, it's in Perek Shalishi. Alright, Perek Shalishi. Maybe the first, uh, first, first Amud, the second Amud on the bottom. You'll see. Around this. The third pedic, okay, that's for sure. Third pedic, the beginning of the third pedic. Alright, we gotta freshen up on that. Alright, so it says like, so, so it says like this. It says over there, he, he, got, he, got, he got me off guard, uh, Albert. Alright, it says like this. It says that, uh, that the th- in the third pedic, in, in Megillah, it has a whole debate. You ready? It has a whole debate. Who should get, an, if there's one extra pasuk, who should get the pasuk? The Kohen? The Levi or the Israel? And the Gemara goes back and forth. The Queen should get it. The Levi should get it. No, the Israel should get it. And at the end, the Gemara says, "Whoever gets it, Harezim Meshubach. Whoever gets it is praiseworthy." So from here, you see that a person gets Aliyah. You should want to get. Oh, Hadid! Again, when you're going to the Torah, you have to understand something. It's respect to get to the Torah. It's it's a kavod. You have to have the right kavod. And which is the kavod? You have to look inside. This halachah l'maseh. According to Chomadiyah Yosef, he says, "If you don't do this, it's a barachah batala." Listen what he says. He writes. Huh? Um, means you're saying God's name in vain if you don't do the following. Listen, what I'm telling you to do. You go for the Torah, you get Aliyah. If you get the Aliyah, you're supposed to read with the Hazza, with the Baal Kore. Like, for example, the don't, don't get him confused. But in, in, in your own language, when you're doing it, to yourself. You understand what I'm trying to say? Follow along with the Baal Kore. Follow along and, because if not, sometimes you'll have a guy get up there, he reads the Torah, and he's spacing out, like he's like, uh, he gets a long aliyah. For that guy, you gotta be careful, what are you doing? Uh, uh, but otherwise, you get aliyah, follow along with the Baal Kore. Try and read it with the Baal Kore. That's what you should be, really be doing. That's really what you should be doing. Again, don't mess the Baal Kore up. Don't mess him up. Why? You're gonna read by the Baal Kore. He's gonna hear you by the Baal Kore. Read with him, but read to yourself in that situation. Now, that when a person gets the aliyah, you have to know. So therefore, it's an honor to get a aliyah of of of, of a lot of pesukim. It's an honor. It's a schut. You want to get the, the aliyah. Every aliyah is good, by the way. Every aliyah is good, but you know you have to get the, the. You have to understand. You're going for the Torah. You have to have the right respect. Now, 
By the way, which which uh, Gemara is the longest uh, Gemara in Chas? Baba Batra. How many pages? One seventy-six. I'm giving you a, a pattern over here. One seventy-six. One seventy-six. The longest Parashat Shavua. The longest Gemara Meseb Baba Batra. One seventy-six. And what's the longest Perik of Teilim? One seventy-six. One seventy-six. So you guys got it. You got you got it. Go on quick. Go on quick. But that's what it is. So we're so excited. The Torah, we just came out of Shavuot. We're so excited. The first parasha, the longest parasha Shavuot. Wow, we're very excited. Now, let's get down to uh, to business over here with the, the Derush. Today, first we're saying like this. We have in this week's parasha, Birkat Kohanim. First of all, you have the Sota, you have the Nazir, you have Birkat Kohanim as well. And I want to discuss something about the Birkat Kohanim. There's a Gemara that says, that at the end when it says Yisa Hashem pana v'necha v'yasem lecha shalom Yisa Hashem Yisa Hashem is like uh, 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 like favoritism there's no favoritism when a person does something there's no if you do it you get reward if you don't do it you don't get reward there's no favoritism in religion you know what I'm saying oh no you look good, you, you, you have good looks so let me give you extra points doesn't work like that there's no, there's no favoritism if you do good you're gonna get good if you do bad Hashem opposite. You got to do good in your life. You always got to do good. Now that being said, there's no bribery when it comes to Hashem. A guy says, "Oh, you know what I'll do? I'll do this avera, but I'm gonna strike the whole day." I'm telling you, I'm gonna strike the. Oh, do this avera. I'm gonna donate. I'm gonna donate. No, I'm gonna donate hundred grand, Rabbi. How much you need, Rabbi? Hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. I got you. It doesn't do. It doesn't. It, the avon is an avon. The mitzvah is a mitzvah. You want to do kapara? You can do kapara. You can do Kabbalah. There is such a thing as Kabbalah. But a person can't do the sit and say, Oh, you know, I'm going to do Sedaqah. Like, what are you doing? You can't do any Avodah. It's Asur. By the way, the Halakha says, If a person is doing Avodah, the Halakha dictates, give Adra, but that, 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 there's an obligation to give all your money away, not to do the Avodah. If let's say a person, if a person has the Hashem, he says, You know, I'm right to do this Avodah, give all my money away. It's worth it for him to give all, he has to give all his money away not to do the Avon. That's how crazy a sin is. You gotta be careful. It's crazy. It's crazy. You gotta be strong. You gotta be, you gotta be, be Hazak. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be, uh, in life. You, you, it's, oh, by the way, it's all in the mind. You know what I'm saying? It's all in the mind. It's all in the mind. You gotta be strong in your mind and, and you're good. You're good. That's what it is. You, you, your mind's gotta be with you. You gotta be strong and be able to, to succeed. Now. Yeah, some people don't have a mind. Uh, right, hopefully, you have a mind. Uh, right? So, so, so now I like to say like this. It says Rapam asks this question. It says the Gemara says that Hashem doesn't take bribery. There's no bribery. So, if that being said, Yisa Hashem There's a bribery over here. So, so the Malachim asks Hashem this question. There's a bribery. You you favorite you're favoring Bnei Sael more than any more than anybody else. How could you favor B'nai Sale more than anybody else? That's the question. You get a question? How? So, so you know, the, you want to answers? Come on, answers because they eat, uh, they eat a little bit, and they still say Berkat Amazon. The Pasuk says, Eat, satisfy, and make Berakha. What do we do? We eat Kezait. Again, if you're eating less than a kezait, there's no brikat amazon. Like sometimes people make a mistake because comes Friday night, the guy takes a moti, they take a little bit of a piece of bread and they say brikat amazon. No, you have to have a kezait. 
at least minimum kazayit. Really, it's kabetzah. Really, really, it should be two ounces. But okay, your guy goes at least kazayit. Sometimes the guy has a piece of bread. I say, how come we're not eating more? How about the good food's coming out? I have to save room for the for the mikshi. I gotta save room for the kabbe. I gotta save room for the bread. You're right. What a roast! I, I can't. I can't fill up on bread. I'm wasting my bread, my, my space for bread, for bread space. No, no, no. I can't do it. I got the good stuff coming. No, it's wrong. You gotta have at least minimum kezayit. Have a nice piece of bread. Have a nice piece of challah. It's a very big mitzvah. Remember what I'm telling you, it's a very big mitzvah. Have that bread. You don't know what it's doing. It says in the Pasuk, kadosh, ba'ir. There's a drasha in Mesekha Ta'ani that says, what does it mean, Bekirbecha kadosh, velo'avo ba'ir? The Gemara says on, uh, you're around you, now I'm getting gays, that viewed something. It says over there, that, uh, that, that, um, your body is holy. So therefore, when you're eating something, it, it brings a holiness into you. When you have that bread on Friday night, on Shabbat day, on Tzadash Tzadash, just know you, you, you're you doing something so great in your life right at that moment. It's a very big warning. Especially, I'm telling you, so you have to be careful not just have that small piece. Have enough of a shiur, which is a minimum kezayit. But if you wash it into layadayim, it's kabetzah. It's two, two ounces of bread. Now that being said, what does is, what is Hashem answer the malachim? Hashem tells the angels, listen, they do more then they have to. So I give them more than I have to. Very simple. What do they do more than they have to? They don't... Api halacha, it says, Va'achalta ve'savata u'berachta. What does that mean? That's the berakha of Birkat Amazon. You eat, you satiate, you satiate it, and you make Birkat Amazon. That's halacha. If I'm not satiated, I don't say Birkat Amazon, right? But we have halacha that we went all beyond limits... And we said, even kezayit, we said because mazon. Hashem says, I love it. I love it. This means, I'm going to show favoritism to the Jewish people because this is what they do. Even on the little bit, they say thank you to me. Wow. Wait, let me finish. So on this, Rapam asks a question. Rapam says, I don't understand. There's a lot of things that we do extra. There's a lot of things that we do extra. No, you don't do anything extra than the halakha. We do a lot of things that is extra, right? So why are you only picking on this? So I'll tell you why. He answers that, you know, you know what we're doing? Over here a person might only have a kezayit. He's limited on his, um, how do you say? He's limited on his uh, material. He doesn't have that much. And yet you're still thinking Hashem? This is what I love. Sometimes in life a person might say, oh I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this. I don't have that. But you thank God what you do have, then already that 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 to Hashem is a very big item. That to Hashem is like holy wow. Look at these Jewish people. Even if they have just a kezayit of bread, they have limit right now. They're still thanking me. They deserve it. You understand? And that's why I think if you think this morning somebody was saying, how did David? How many how many years did David lived? Seventy years. How did he accomplish so so David Amalek so much? Everybody's talking about David, 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 David. How? Tehillim, David, David. I said, you know where the Tehillim was written? It was written. Many of them was written when he was running away from Shaul, from his own son. They were all coming to kill him. Imagine a father-in-law coming to kill you. Imagine your father coming to kill you, heaven forbid. And what are you saying? Speaking to Hashem is more Singing to Hashem. Wow, Hashem says, you have so much faith in me that you could sing to me in a situation like that. I'm going to make sure that everybody in Klal Yisrael reads what you, what you just sang to me. 
Yeah? Think about it for a second. David, his son is running running after to kill him. What does David say? He's singing a Mizmor Shir, he's singing a song to God when he's running away. Yes, why? Because David understands 100% bitachon in God that whatever's happening is good and therefore that's exactly the reason why Hashem says, I'm going to pick the kezayit. Why? Because that is, um, you're limited, you might say, I'm limited. But you still think Hashem? Hashem says, ah, you're thanking the one, things that I gave you? I'm going to show favoritism to you. Very important point. About that, we got to go on. We got to go on and to say one more point. And that is a person, I'm going to speak about the Sultan and Azir for literally a minute, and then we're going to go on to the last point that I wanted to discuss tonight. And that is, it says, anybody who sees at Haro'e, there's a connection right after we have the Sota, we speak about the Nazir, right? So you have the connection, Rashi quotes the Gemara, what's the connection between the, the two Parshiyot, uh, about Parashat Nazir and Parashat Sota? It says, anybody who sees a Sota Bikilkula, Yazir has woman ayayin. Make himself a Nazir. For example, everybody knows what a Sota is, right? Her husband warned her, don't go, this is the halakha. Her husband, warned, we don't do it nowadays. You're not allowed to do it nowadays because if it does, the guys, the, there's no main Sota. We, we, don't, we, we can't feed him, we can't make her drink Sota. There's no, there's no main Sota. We don't have it. We can't. So at the end of the day, right? We don't have the Beit Hamikdash. Yeah, you have to go to the Beit Hamikdash, right? You have to go to the Beit Hamikdash. But but a person sees what well, we tell we tell him two witnesses. I don't want my wife uh, going alone. And this guy. Bottom line is, at the end, she says that she's innocent. We take the lady, and we basically, if you see her, we 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 before we let her drink, before the drinking part, we 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 like make her look very ugly. We make her look disgusting, and after that, she drinks and she. Whatever she uh, she let's say she blows up she or she doesn't blow up but the bottom line is if you saw that if you saw that scene make yourself a nazir why because what caused that what led that to happen drunkenness drunkenness does uh, does something people they when they when they when they drink too much what it depends you are not always but some people. Some female, females females shouldn't be drinking uh, alcohol. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, like uh, yeah, a girl's drinking. Uh, let's have a shot of tequila. Let's go around. Tach. It makes sense to you. You know? Imagine right now. Imagine you're sitting around the table. Wait, wait. Pull me one, lady. Lady, pull me one. Pull me one. Who are you, Michla? Who are you? Like, what do you want? No, no. Can I get one? Can I get one? Can you pull me? Come on. A lady has to have a lady. I'm sorry. A lady's got to have more more that class. He, it's it's not it's not classy. It's not. I'm sorry to say. Shot your guy. I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not encouraging alcohol. Okay. We're not here. Oh, Robert, let's have shots. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm just saying for a lady, especially a lady. You know, imagine a lady having shots. Let's go. Let's go. Shots around the table. Oh, she sits there. Come on. It's it's not. It's classy. It's not uh, this. Uh, exactly. We can't say this here, huh? Oh, you gotta be equal. You can't cancel this. Uh, but the bottom line is, first of all, you, you know what I'm talking about. Second of all, is, oh, must be she drank too much, and that's what led her to that. Ice. Right, so therefore, you see. So the question is really asked: Why, if I saw it, just say if you heard about a sota, you heard. By the way, you heard what happened in Beit Hamikdash. This is what happened. So that's it. Finish. Why do I have to say? Oh, you heard what happened? Uh, uh, I saw the sota. What difference does it make if I saw or I heard? Right? I heard you heard a sota. She got blown up. This crazy. This that that that. Oh wow. Wow! Why are you saying that? Just say what? What should you say? 
to say that if you heard about a sota, make yourself a nazir. What difference is see, not see, see, not see? What's going on? Yeah, nazir is you can't. Nazir is you can't cut your hair. You can, for thirty days. The minimum stam nazir is thirty days. You can't cut your hair. Um, uh, you can't drink anything that has to do with wine, with the grapes, uh, uh, any anything like that. For 30 days, and he can't become Tamimit. It depends how long he made the Zirut for. But the Vasuk says, Kodesh Yiyeh. So Yiyeh is Gematria 30. So from there, the Gemara is Doresh, 30 days. That's what it says in there. Where is it? Which Gemara? Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a show of a second Nazir. If you see a Sota. I told you, Sota is a, la- a lady that did something in the sense where she went alone with, w- w- alone in a room with a, with, with a man that her husband said not to. So if you saw that, so, not if you saw that, then she then she goes to the Beit Hamikdash, and then after that, what happens is she has to take a drink to see if she's innocent or not, and if she and, and she blows up. Remember that? Yeah. No. No. I, that's if she didn't do it. Yeah. That that's the beracha. That's the beracha. That's the beracha. Yeah. It says if she had old girls, then she'll have a voice. If she had uh, like uh, it keeps on going. It gives a whole beracha what she gets. But but let's just not, let's focus. The question is, why does it say if you see? What's the difference if you see or you heard? The answer is when you see something, it has more effect on you than when you when you hear it. That's why it's important to protect the person's eyes. Because when he sees something, it's more effective in, in your body, in your whole being, than, than just, just hearing it. Just hearing it. You understand? Hearing is, you can't hear either. You can't hear disgusting things either. But seeing is also something that it, it impacts you more. So since it impacts you by seeing, you gotta go beyond and say, now be that, then you'll take upon the, the, the upon the Nizirut. Yeah? Next. I'd like to end off tonight with one last, uh, uh, inyan. All the parasha, and that is, if you look at the end, it speaks about the korbanot. What's the korbanot that it speaks about? That it was the inauguration of the Mishkan, and we had the korbanot. We started off Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Every nasi gave a korban. Every nasi gave a korban. One, two, three, four, five, right? Till the end. Now, if you look, one of the reasons why this week's parasha is so long, because about 80 pesukim, maybe 80 to 90 pesukim, repeating the, the same korban that every leader of the tribe gave. The first one, Nachshon ben Aminadab, gave this, 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 the first day of the Mishkan. The second, Netanel ben Suad, and it goes on, it says the same exact thing that Nachshon ben Aminadab gave, he gave. Just a different person. So the question is, why why are we writing the whole thing? Just write. These twelve people gave these this korban. Am I right or no? Yeah. Just say who are the who are the presidents of the Nasi? Okay, these are the president of the Nasi, and they all gave this korban a day after each other. So I'm going to give you the answer. I'm going to give you the answer. I'm going to give you, answer. I'm going to give you maybe two three answers tonight. One answer is the Ramban. The Ramban says. Which means, the one who respects me, I'm going to respect. What does that mean? It says, they went ahead, they gave the respect to Hashem, 
by giving a proper korban. It's not respect by saying, oh, uh, 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 oh, you, oh, you gave uh, this. Oh, how would it be, how would you feel if I left you left all the guy out? How would you feel? You feel bad, right? So therefore, Hashem wanted to give the proper kavod to each person, and He wrote exactly the korban and its name to it. Not just writing, boom. No, no, no. The following people donate, no, no, no. This guy donated the chandelier. I don't want to think this guy donated this. And this guy donated that. Why? You want to give the... They, they respected you. You respected Hashem. Hashem respects you. You have to understand something. That's a very big a yesod in the Torah. Because I'm about to tell you two, three things right now. That's going to blow your brains out. You ready? It says, Rav, Rav and Rav Huna. Rav, at the, at, there was one time a story with Rav. And it says that Rav was... Um, Rav was uh, in his town. There was a uh, there was um, a plague, and in the town of in the town of Rav, yeah, in the town of Rav, it's not. It's not. It's not. It says in the town of Rav. It it says in the town of Rav there was no there was no. Um, uh, there was no fa- there was no plague. Imagine a plague, Corona. Imagine Corona. Corona's going around, going around, going around. Came the to town of Rav, no Corona. What was everybody saying? Wow, because of Rav, we got protected. You know, you know what the Gemara says? The Gemara says it, no. That's the next. That's of Huna. But it says about Rav. You know what it says about Rav? It says oh, no, no. That night, the people who thought it was because of Rav, they got a dream from Shamar. They sent them a dream. You know, you, you know what the dream said. You think you need. You know what Scoot Rav has. You're diminishing the honor of Rav. Rav could save. Who knows what? You think you think that that you need Rav Scoot for that? We don't need Rav Scoot for that. And the Gemara says, no, we get it from somebody else's Scoot because he did so A, B, and C. That's what the Gemara says. But what what am I trying to say? Hashem protected the honor of Rav, saying it wasn't. It had nothing to do with Rav. Rav, you don't need Rav Scoot for that. You know what Rav Scoot could do? The, the Scoot for Rav could be much greater. What are you talking about? You don't need Rav Scoot. It was because of this guy. That's what it says in the Gemara. Like, like, like in Shemaim, they were like, like, like in a way upset. You think, you know, you, you know, it's imagine, oh, you, oh, you did it. No, no, it's upsetting. You, you know who I am? You know, you know what kind of Scoot it is? I can, I can, I can save the world with that, with that. You don't need Rav Scoot for that. Give me a point. Ravuna's town, everybody had a, a fire around Ravuna's town. It came to Ravuna, he didn't have a fire. So wow, everybody's like around all Ravuna's town. The reason why there was no fire in Ravuna's town is because of the school to Ravuna. So that, anybody who thought that in a dream, they had in their mind, oh, Hashem says, it's not because of Ravuna, it's because of uh, uh, somebody else in the town did A, B, and C. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Very good. Right. No, no, so I'm trying to say that Hashem, why do the people have to have a dream? Who cares? Don't have a dream. Oh, they, they had a dream that in Shaman they're telling them, oh, no, 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 it's not because the scoot of Ravuna, because the scoot of Ravuna, he could save the world with that scoot. <laughs> Who cares? Yes, no. Because Hashem says, you're going to respect me, I'm going to respect you back. You show the right kavod to me, I will show the right kavod to you back. You understand what I'm trying to say? You have to show Hashem respect. Now what's respect? A lot of things respect. A lot of things. One of the things I'm going to tell you right now on a side note to respect God is in a, in a Beit Midrash. In, in, in a shul. 
the way we sit in a shul, the way we act in a shul, the way you don't talk business in a shul. You know, people think, oh, because he, he's so comfortable with the shul, every single day he comes in, comes out, comes in, comes out. So therefore, you have to have the respect. How to pray to God. How to pray to Hashem. The guy comes with his tank top and his, and his shorts, and he just came out of the pool, half yarmulke with his towel, yalla, I'm on ice of daif dach. Now, I'm, I'm telling you now, listen very carefully, I'm telling you right now. Again, that's why, Joe, I did not finish what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not gonna say to the guy, don't pray. I wouldn't say to the guy. Now, I don't have the, I don't have the, the, the shoulders to say don't pray. Nah, I wouldn't. But what I would tell you is, if you know you have a pair of pants and a shirt, right by, right by, right by the lounge, and you know you can put your towel on and put everything and get dressed like a normal human being, then do it. That's what I will tell you. We have this guy over here, yeah? Can I say your name? Wow. How about, yeah, I'm going to say your name, yeah? No? Okay, if I won't say his name. What was his name? <laughs> so, I'm going to say his name. Yeah, mind or no? If you mind, I'm not going to say I'm not going to finish. If you, remember yes, two days ago with Rabbi Abu, we were talking about what you, can I say it or no? Can I say yes or no? Yeah, I'll say it. Alright, so it says like this. So, so I would like to say it. So, so somebody, he came in, he came in, he came in with, um, uh, with, with, he, somebody in the shul says, maybe you should dress more like, um, like, uh, more like, uh, how do you say, uh, like with, with a nice shirt. And, uh, he said mensch? Like a mensch? Like more shirt? I, 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 I didn't say anything. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. But once he said something, what did, what did he do? He went ahead, and the next day, you know what he wore? He wore literally like a suit. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you wearing a suit? He's like, because I'm praying to Hashem. How could I pray to Hashem without a suit? <laughs> but what happened? Even if it lasts for one day, Shlom, it's good. But I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm just bringing out a point. You're praying to God. Show the right respect to Hashem. Show the right respect to God. Show the right respect to God. Isn't that, isn't that normal to do? Is that too much to ask? If you can, again, if you can't, you can. I remember when I was a little boy, I walked into shul. I'll never forget this. I'm like, maybe 15 years old, and I'm walking into shul. And you know, I'm playing, came, just, I just came playing, playing from ball. We had a tournament. I finished the game. I'm like, psyched. I'm find shul now, seven o'clock, going boom. I go to shul, seven p.m., very ha. I'm so psyched. I'm like the only guy from the basketball court that actually went into the shul, you know? And the guy, I remember the older guy started screaming at me. Who do you think you are? Who do you think this is a baseball game? You think this is a ba- baseball game? You're walking with shorts in the shoe? I turn all red, white, and blue. I'm like thinking, I'm like patting myself on the back two seconds. I'm the only guy like from the basketball that actually came to the shoe. And now you're screaming at me? You know? At the end of the day, I kept my cool. I, I heard what he said. I'm, I'm being honest. I'll tell you honest truth. The next day, I also came in with shorts. I'm telling you. I thought he said straight, straight up. And the next day also. And the next day also. And I, and I would get shampooed every single day. Every single day. He would yell at me. Till today, and, and you know, and, and he passed away. Oh, shalom, I forgive him, Mahus. But I remember till today, I, stuck in my brain. I remember, I remember my, every day with Shamble. And I wasn't coming at that time. I was like, I was young, 14, 15. I'm, I'm, I'm the happiest guy that I'm coming from the baseball game, the basketball game, playing with my job. I'm going to draw. People my age at that time where I was, you know, and I'm thinking like this. But then eventually, eventually it hit me. Eventually it hit me. Finally, I said, you know what? Like you were saying, Joe, not to go. I don't know if I would not go. I gotta go. But at the end of the day, I was a kid. I was young. I was a young teenager. But at the end of the day, you have to understand this concept of being mechabed bore olam. Being kavot Hashem. 
You know what I'm saying? Even when I gave charity, you know what I'm saying? You give, you give tzedakah to the, to the tzedakah box. You have a dollar, right? You have a dollar in your, in, in your pocket. You have two dollars in your pocket. You have five singles in your pocket. I'm giving you an example. Listen carefully to my example. You have five singles in your pocket. And which one do you have? You, you give the most wrinkling, wrinkling one to the, to the tzedakah. Give the most the clean one. You know what I'm talking about? Let's say you have a $100 bill. You want to give it, you want, oh, I got to get rid of this. And it's cut and it has a scotch tape. That's the one you give to, you put in the pushka. Oh, I, oh, 101 to the shul. I paid the pushka. And then you embarrassed to pay the rabbi because it's ripped, you know? So you pay the pushka. You know, I put the, put me down, please. I put 101 in the thing. Which dollar, which hundred did you have? You have a lot of hundreds. You have fresh $100 bills. Which one did you put? The, the one that was ripped and this and that, the ugly one and he scotch tape and he put it down to charity. I, I, I feel good. No, it's supposed to be the best $100 bill. It's supposed to be the, the crisp, the one that's crisp, the thing, that, that, the one that you want to keep. That's the one I want to give. That's the way, that's the right way. Because you're respecting God when you're doing that mitzvah. When you're buying something from, for, 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 for your tefillin. You don't look for the cheapest one. When you buy a suit, you, you, you get out name brand, Hashubi, Doobie. You don't mess around. This, that. You walk in and what's that place called? The, the this, that. What's that suit? That famous suit, $5,000. Rayoni? I don't know what it was. Rayoni? Which one? Uh, uh, you can come, yeah. Uh, what is it? Ziani. Is it that? No, what's that suit? It's called Ziani? I remember I was one time I was, I was in the store, the guy showed me the suit. fit like a glove. No joke, like a glove. I was like, oh, I'll take it. I get to the register, 4700 I was like, oh, buddy. And no sale today? No, no, no. This is, no, these things, these, these suits don't go on sale. I was like, alright, no, 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 no. I'll get a different one. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, maybe, maybe 10% of that, yeah? <laughs> 470 maybe, you know? It's gonna take away zero. You know? No joke. So imagine that, you have people buying that suit. What happens when it comes to Tefillin? You go to Sofed. What, what, what's the what's the cheapest tefillin that you have? What's the cheapest one? No, I'm serious. Tefillin could cost uh, could cost to three thousand dollars. You could get tefillin for a thousand. You get tefillin to three thousand dollars. I was like, why? Because the sofed went to get you the most high quality. Uh, I'm telling you. The high quality leather for the things, high quality, the, you know, the housing of it, there's different quality of it, the, so, the, the cloth itself inside, there's a lot of things that go, the sofa that, 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 that did a very, very good job in writing every single letter clearly, he, he concentrated, he did everything, there's different levels of, 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 of situations. Now you go to a Yirat Shamayim Sofed, and he'll tell you the truth. You go to Yirat Shamayim Sofed, I'll tell you, this is, this is what's rice, this is this, this is this, this is this. You want what do you want? Mezuzah, there's different types of mezuzahs. Taled, there's different types of taled. All these things, what I'm trying to say is, when it comes to mitzvot, respect God with the mitzvot. Ki The ones who respect me, I will respect them. I remember, I'll never forget, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say this out. I'm gonna say this out. You can learn from me, I think it's an important rule. I was having dinner, Friday night. Okay, listen to this. I was having dinner Friday night. The Lacha says that you should, for the Kiddush, there's different levels of using wine. What level of wine? Right? There's different levels. You want, you what? <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's the amount of drinking that's on, on Purim. But, but, uh, but, 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 there's different levels of, 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 I know he's joking. There's different levels of quality. Quality wines are different. For example, red over white, Halakha says you must use red. You have red and you have white, you must use red. Red over rose, you still must use red. Wine that's not mebushal versus mebushal, yeah, not mebushal. There's different levels of 
quality in the wine that you're supposed to use on a kiddush. So I come to this, I come to the house, and I have my uh, one of my relatives on the table, and um, we're both about to eat, and uh, we're opening. I'm opening up the most hashuv bottle, like the, the a nice one. The, the wine that's not mevushal, and I also had like um, um how do you say like the, the 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 grape juice. This is the exact story. He had grape juice and he had the wine. So he's like, why kiddush? You make you ha- you have a whole big cup, right? And and he passed it around, and nobody drinks it back again. You know? Oh, you know what I'm talking about the kiddush is always. Uh, let's say I'm giving you, you have a very what? You have a very big cup. You have a very big cup of kiddush. And, and 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 you drink it, but whoever's making kiddush doesn't finish it. So why waste it? That's what he said. I'm not making kiddush, and you're not making kiddush. Who's making? He's making kiddush. I know him. He doesn't like. He'll he'll drink it, but he's not going to drink the whole thing. He'll drink the three point three ounces or the one point eight ounces minimum, minimum, minimum. That's what he'll drink. But the rest he's not going to drink. So why? He tells me why are you wasting the bottle on him? Why? Like on this kiddush, put grape juice. And after for the main meal, when everybody washes for Motsi, let's put out the nice bottle. So I was very adamant. I was like, no, no, no. Kiduch, respecting Hashem, we do the best bottle. This is what we're going to open up. Why should I wait to open it during the actual meal? I'm, I'm doing it now because I'm starting a mitzvah of Kiduch, and that's what I want to do. It's the most important part. Is that, that, that's, that, that's what it is. So that's how you respect God. That's how you respect Hashem, you understand? You have a mitzvah, do it the most proper way. Respect Hashem with the most proper way. And, and you think it's a joke, oh big deal, what's the wine? It's not that. It's a relationship that you have with Hashem. It's not the wine. Forget the wine right now. It's a relationship. Look, look God, I love you so much. I, I, right now, I know this guy's going to only drink the, uh, the amount, which is 1.8 ounces minimum of the Kiddush. That's why you have that minimum, right, to drink. Or for the eat course, which is 3.3 but, uh, ounces. But I know for sure he's only drinking that Shi'ur. The rest is going to go to waste. It's not considered wasting. Because I'm showing God my relationship with you. I'll open up the best bottle for you, Hashem. I'll open up the best bottle for you. That's what it is. I'll never forget, last year, I'm giving out a shout out to Mike Fax. Remember, tell him tomorrow, I give him a shout out. I'll tell you what happened last year. He's making another seum this, this Sunday night. Last year, he made a seum at his house. Okay, I get to his house, and the seum is, is, is gewaldic. It's amazing. He comes, Rabbi, come over here. So, what, what do you got? He shows me a, a wine selection. You know, like the, the wine, uh, the wine, um, the wine, not a wine, it's not a cellar. It's like a fridge. What is it called? Well, that's what it's called, wine fridge? Cooler. Cooler? I don't know. Whatever. But, but it wasn't like the small ones. It was literally from, from, uh, from ceiling to floor. It was a very big one. I said, Mike, what is this? He says, this is where all my wines are. I was like, oh, wow. What bottles do you have? He says, Rabbi, these are the top, top bottles. This is what he tells me. These are the top bottles. This is where I store my top bottles of wine. So I was like, wow, that's so nice. So why'd you bring me here? He's like, cause, and your honor, I want you to pick whichever bottle you want, and that's what I'm going to open up. That's what he tells me. So one guy was there, and he heard that. He ran, he's like, oh, Rabbi, 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 I'll tell you which is the most, I'll show you bottle. He picks out about an $800 bottle. Ask Mike tomorrow, he'll be here tomorrow, he ask $800, he picks it up. And he goes, I picked this one, this is the one, this is the one. It's a, it was a 2000 and, uh, 
twelve. Old one, I don't know what it was. Uh, maybe the cave. No, it wasn't the cave, but it was a 2012 bottle in which he stored for like five years from before. I don't know what he did. Whatever he did. That's not the point right now. The point is that, that I said, no, no, I'm not going to have my $800 bottle. No, no, no. I said, I'm not, not going to open it up. I put, I put the bottle back. I'm not going Which one's a hundred bucks? We'll open up a hundred bucks. I told him. He says, no, Rabbi, the cheapest one I have is 200 over here. I said, like, okay, we'll open the 200 dollars. No, Rabbi, Rabbi. He's like, no, 800. So I was like, no, you don't open it. He said, Rabbi, do you want the $800 bottle? Yes or no? I said, yeah, no. Takes the $800 bottle. And he says, in honor of the rabbi, we're opening up this up. And he opened up the bottle. You know how it made me feel? (laughs) Even if I didn't want it, it made me feel like a million dollars. Wow. Imagine right now, you go Kiddush. Which one, grape juice or this? Which one are we using for Kiddush? No, we're using the top model. I'm opening up anyway for the meal. I might as well start it with showing Hashem the respect and honor that we're going to use it for Kiddush. Wow. This is already next level. Next level. You understand what's going on? You understand what's going on? This is the way we have to conduct our life. Shabbat comes. What are you wearing for Shabbat? How do you look on Shabbat? You got to look spick and span. Nice. Not a dirty shirt. Not an ugly shirt. Not a wrinkled shirt. I want the most press. No, but Rabbi, Sunday night I have a wedding and I want to look good for the wedding. So I'm leaving my new shirt and new fresh dry clean for that, for that wedding. I understand that. But right now you have Shabbat. You're showing God respect right now by wearing the nicest thing that you know wear. So you want to tell me, Monday night I have this, so I have to save it for Monday night. What about Shabbat? What about God when you, when you're entering Hashem, Hashem's uh, Shabbat and He's saying, look what I'm doing for you, Hashem. Look, look, I had the wedding and I'm going to wear a, a not such a clean shirt. But for you, I'm going to wear the best shirt. How do you feel like that? It's a different level. Different level. Because you're showing God the right respect. And when you show God the right respect, Hashem sends you back a million times more respect. A million times more respect. You know how I know? First of all, this week's parasha. Hashem didn't have to say every single person's korban. But Hashem says, you gave me respect by coming to my Beit HaMikdash, by giving a korban to me, I'm going to write you full-fledged the whole pasuk from the beginning till the end. Everybody's going to see this and they're going to read it every single year for generations to come because you respect me. That's just a lesson for us to understand that when we do mitzvot, we have to do it with the utmost respect. And like that, Hashem says, I'm going to give you much more than the respect that you gave me. Have a great night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.